As the goddess of winter and death, Morana, enjoyed her arctic landscape, a warm wind penetrated her chilled clothes. She gritted her teeth as the brightening horizon signaled her counterpart's arrival. Her counterpart was the Slavic fertility goddess of spring, rebirth, and victory, Vesna. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 121, the Slavic fertility goddess of spring, Vesna. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. A big mahalo nui loa to all of you who purchased our Legends from the Pacific, book one, and left a rating. Especially Jess T.B., who also took the time to write a review. Mahalo nui loa for your support, Jess T.B. Dear listener, I look forward to giving you a shout out for your review. Just click the link in our show notes and purchase our Legends from the Pacific book one today. Later in this episode, your featured song in Hawaiian word. But first, let me share with you the Slavic fertility goddess of spring. As usual, I apologize for any mispronounced names or words and appreciate your understanding. Known by many names, Vesna is the Slavic fertility goddess of spring, rebirth, victory, and her power is connected with the sun. Vesna appears like many fertility goddesses, a beautiful woman in her prime, sometimes naked or wearing little clothes or leaves. She has bright eyes with a beautiful complexion. Sometimes she carries an apple or grapes or flowers, or is accompanied by migratory birds like storks and swallows. These are symbols representing spring and marriage, but it should be noted, cuckoo birds are considered bad. Migratory birds, huh? African or European? While Vesna's beauty is the symbol of life and womanhood, she is the opposite of the goddess of winter and death, Morana, whose beauty is similar to a corpse about to decay. While it is believed Vesna and Morana are separate gods, or possibly sisters, some records stated that they are the same goddess, and Vesna is born from Morana's ashes. This comes from the fact that Vesna and Morana cannot exist in the same place at the same time. Sort of like Clark Kent and Superman, and basically any superhero with a secret identity. Other records stated Vesna arrives on the breeze, courtesy of the god of wind, to kill Morana so the winter goddess returns to the underworld. If you recall from our Morana episode, number 82, this process was reenacted with the ceremony that ushers in spring where Morana's effigies were drowned or burned to send her to the underworld. Further contrasting Morana, Vesna is celebrated and welcomed as a time of the return of light. During this time, eggs are colored red, signifying the bright, hot sun. However, other stories stated Vesna dwelt on mountaintops, and were several beautiful women who decided the fate of the coming season. These women only left the mountain around February, 
While some could hear their songs, others ventured to their dwelling to discover their fate. This was a deadly risk since Vesnas killed trespassers. Still, other stories claimed Vesnas were actually forest nymphs. Personally, I feel forest nymph Vesna and killer Vesna seem out of character for the fertility goddess, who represents life. I'm more apt to believing nymphs were part of Vesna's creatures instead of the actual goddess. But that's just me. Now, some of you may be wondering why we're even talking about Vesna or other Slavic myths. Well, while Slavic people mainly populate Europe, they are also found in Russia and other countries along Asia's Pacific coastline. But aside from that, Slavic myths may have been influenced by India's cultures. You see, in some Slavic cultures, Vesna is the word for spring, but research found part of Vesna's name comes from the Indian word for solar or shiny. Scholars also believe Slavic people may have begun in India before migrating to Europe and other parts of Asia. The trim of Vesna's white dress flowed along the breeze. She roamed her mountaintop dwelling, admiring the sun rays beaming through clouds and falling upon the green valley below. Branches snapped. She faced the sound. Is someone there? A teenager emerged from behind a tree. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to disturb you. Please don't kill me. You are aware of the stories. The teen faced the valley. The goddess rose an eyebrow. What is it that you are risking death for? The teen shuffled his feet. My mother's sick. It's just been her and I since my father passed many seasons ago. I need to tend to our fields, but I'm not very good at it. I'm not good at many things, including sneaking up on goddesses. Vesna grinned. You're fine, young one. I'm surprised you're not asking me to heal your mother. The teen's eyes widened. No, we are humble folk, and I'd never place such a demand on you. I'm just worried I'll ruin our crops. Vesna's eyes glowed. Your request is noble, young one, and your word is true. Her eyes dimmed. Has your parents shown you what you must do? The teen nodded. You know all you need. What is required is doing. I have never encountered one as young as you who'd risk their life just to make sure they're doing a good job for their parent. You will do a fine job. The teen blushed, then paled. Was I supposed to present an offering or be averting my eyes? Vesna laughed. You are doing well, young one. Now go and make your parents proud. Okay, thank you, goddess. The teen stepped back, tripped over his feet, and stumbled downhill. Vesna giggled and looked forward to seeing him again. Her eyes glowed. The teen's mother recovered, but her son insisted she stay in bed while he tended their fields, and they had an abundant harvest. The following year, the teen visited Vesna to thank her for her encouragement and his previous year's bountiful crops, then shared that his mother recovered soon after their visit and how healthy she was. His words filled Vesna with joy, and he continued thanking her in person for the great harvests in all the years that followed. Do you know who the Hawaiian volcano god was before Pele? 
or who the Hawaiian god of poison was? Become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon supporter to hear these rare stories, enjoy early access to our episodes, and other nifty benefits. So click the link in our show notes and become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member today. As always, a big mahalo nui loa to our current Patreon members, whose support keeps our show going. Just a reminder that our show is now released on Wednesdays instead of Sunday. But I'm doing my best to have new episodes for our Patreon members before the weekend. Today, Vesna has been depicted in various art, films, stories, poems, songs, and even featured on stamps. Some of her celebrations occur around March 1st, which is interesting since it contradicts when she supposedly comes down from the mountains in February. And finally, it is believed the scent of spring means Vesna just strolled by. So, what'd we learn? Once again, killing trespassers doesn't seem like Vesna, which is why I presented our story as this may be a rumor she allows to continue for her privacy. Or maybe she does kill trespassers. I'll leave that for you to decide. I liked that we encountered egg coloring, which is always one of my favorite Easter traditions. Though I saw stores selling pre-colored eggs. While I understand its usefulness, I couldn't help thinking, pre-colored eggs? What's the point? But once again, I totally understand their point. I found it interesting Vesna's connected to victory because she defeats Morana, which goes against the story with Morana's brother-husband. Keeping up with all these variations is similar to figuring out what storylines are canon in the DC and Marvel comic books. Yeah, sure, Bruce Wayne had a kid, but that's not canon. Wait, now it is because of popularity? Lame. And can we please stop bringing back Jason Todd? It weakens the Joker's ruthlessness. But I digress. As for Morana's brother-husband, that's a story for another time. So, the scent of spring is from Vesna passing by? What does that mean for people with allergies? If you like what you heard, please give us a rating and write a review. I'd really appreciate it. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Cotton Candy by Keilana, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is la. La means the sun. An example of la is Superman gets his powers from our yellow la. Once again, la is Hawaiian for the sun. The sun is a mass of incandescent gas, a gigantic nuclear furnace, where hydrogen is built into helium at a temperature of millions of degrees. Sorry, I couldn't miss a They Might Be Giants moment. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho! Hey, 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 hey